There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Dick Toledo here, and I want to say thanks for downloading, streaming, and sharing everything from our Morning Sickness podcasting page. Today's podcasting content is being brought to you by Chapman Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram. Visit them in Scottsdale off the 101 in Indian School or online at ChapmanDodge.com. You know, some people say the only thing better than something big is saving big on that something big. It's Dick Toledo, and what's the one thing nearly everyone wants or needs to go anywhere or to help you to get stuff done? A truck. Check that. A big truck. And right now at Chapman Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram, you can save big during Ram Power Days on every new Ram truck. So see the big savings for yourself and visit them at the Scottsdale Auto Show off the 101 and Indian School Road or simply do it all online at ChapmanDodge.com. Chapman Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram. Get more. A little bit of everything and do some singing, some dancing, some chatting with the guests, the skits, the monologues, the comedy. Wonderful comedy. It really is a lot of fun. All right, it is time once again for Brady to solve all of the world's problems because he is the most moral man in all of Phoenix, and he's here to say uh, your lives are a mess. My friend Richard just texted and said, I peed next to Jerry Springer once at the San Francisco airport. Wasn't impressed, and I replied back, did you see his joint? And he said, I did. He had a turtleneck, if I remember correctly. So he's claiming that he was uh, (laughs) uncut. And he also, and Rich is six feet five inches tall, so those little dividers, they do nothing. He's seen all your dicks. There's nothing about that peeing next to a six foot five inch guy. San Francisco Airport has mirrors in the back. Of the oh, yeah. No, too, San Francisco so Airport, you see back. everybody. Everybody's dick is like, it's, it's how you get in it. It's, your, it's, it's almost a, a door fee. All right. Let's get right to this. Are you ready, Brady? Ready. I think you can do these very well today. Let's see what we've got. We'll start here. Dear Brady, I am a late. Uh, 30s engineer from the 1930s brady wow no he's in his late 30s oh. uh, and i was wondering should i tap into my 401k without penalty to get a second sports car uh, please don't use my name my family is filled with deadbeats uh, signed jason i don't know how you can tap into your uh, unless he takes a loan against his 401k how do you do it without penalty? You, I mean, you can you roll can. it over into something else and you buy can, like an investment property, but you can't. You can do stuff. You can you can maneuver it. I don't think you can buy a car with it. No. Um, I mean, at the end, you'd still have to give back the money from the car, even if you, uh, you know, even if you were to take a loan against it, or you still pay it back. You're paying yourself back, but as far as I know, is you got to really be. Uh, make sure that your job is steady because if you yeah. if it stops you're gonna pay it all back in one then hit. you're gonna be well yeah. you can still work out a payment program but it's all yeah. on you but they it's getting want deducted it right from your, they want it back yeah like right away yeah i wouldn't i would say no i would too you've already got a sports car why do you need a second sports car yeah. If you have to go to your 401k to get it. And if your family is filled with deadbeats, now you're just rubbing it in that you do have tons of money. You're going to be announcing to them, 
I'm rolling high on the hog. They're going to come to you even more with a second car that is just a frivolous toy, right? Yeah, and then you'll end up with the, uh, you know, all of a sudden you're no 401k and right. you're leaning on whatever equity you have in that sports car, if there is any. There's none. No. You're going to lose money on the yeah, car. You definitely do. do not and your want deadbeat family is going to see that you've got too many sports cars, and they're going to they're going to come come a hollering. Duh. Yeah, I wouldn't do that. Don't touch your 401k, dear Brady. My friends from high school and college, class of '92, all want to get our band back together. I was the guitarist, and I was damn good too. Still am. I think we had a chance, but our singer and our drummer, their brothers, both moved to San Jose in '95. Well, they're back. <laughs> Do we try this again? Our band was called Yelling Bee. I kind of like that. It is. <laughs> Maybe you can Good manage name. us. Thoughts, Randall? Um, no. You don't think so? <laughs> it's embarrassing. Just the the point of even uh, making money at that. Yeah. If that's if you want to do it, and it's a passion and it's a hobby. That's one thing. Yeah. But it is. A real long shot. It sounds like they're trying to make it. Yeah. Yeah, you're not going to. Especially when you're, if he was class of 92, I mean, he's he's in his 40, mid to late 40s. He's two years younger than me. He's 46. Yeah, you're not going to, I highly doubt you're it. You're not going to make it. Yeah. Nobody's looking for the next great midlife crisis band. No no record company's like, if we could only get some fresh-faced 47-year-olds out there. No, Nobody's looking for... Uh, you guys at all. You are not the selling point to the buying audience. You might have some songs that are good to a group of people that are no longer the target of the music industry, which is the just under 50 crowd. <laughs> they are not the ones they're aiming Taylor Swift and Ariana Grande at. It goes fast. You Let's have get to be, together and play. You have to be like 19 to 30. And 30's still pushing and 30's it. 30's like, yeah, you're yeah. a you're a, an anomaly. Like, there's a couple of bands. I forget if it was, uh, oh, I can't remember the name of the band. But their lead singer was like 34 when they popped. And everybody found out he was 34. I, I don't remember I who it Huey was. I think Huey Lewis was. Well, Huey Lewis, Lewis was a complete goof. Yeah. Like, that was just an accident. And I still think he might have been early 30s. Because yeah. what's Huey now, late 60s? And that was 84, 83. So we're talking... 37 years ago. How old is he? He might have been 30. Maybe. And you're talking tightrope walk right there. He's 70. Okay, so 37 years ago, Huey Lewis was 33. Yeah. So he was... He was on the cusp. He was on the cusp and probably was going for 10 years prior. Right. You don't see it too often. And once he turned... One in a million. What, what, Huey Lewis had that first sports album, and then... uh, Well, he had like two or three albums before that. Yeah, they were... Yeah, but the one that hit... Yeah, it was sports. With yeah, sports, and then he had the next one, which was four, four. Yeah. yeah, and then that's and then Back to the Future, and that is it. Yeah. So he had that five year run because he was too old. But he was a god during those times. Oh, I mean, yeah. you couldn't turn the radio no. on any station and not hear Huey somewhere. Everything was pop. Yep. Like every song he released was was a a beast, and they were great too. They're great. Pop Happy songs. to be stuck with you is still a great song. Yeah. That's a catchy little pop. Curious song. to see who. What would be like the oldest lead singer to make it like with to a, have their a number debut? One. Yeah, go. like I know Mick Mars, a guitar player from Motley Crue, was like in his mid to late thirties or yeah, something. But you couldn't broke. tell. Oh no, no, he was covered yeah. up in makeup. And, and, and he, yeah, and then people noticed who's the old man. Yeah. Like they weren't using him to sell the band by no. any stretch. Like he was the creepy one, and the rest of them were the band. So 
I, I can't, it was like Collective Soul, but it wasn't Collective Soul. There was another one. The dude was like 34, you know, like overnight success, my ass. This took 10 years for me. And I joined up with this group of kids, and he still looked great. But they lasted one album, and they were done. 46, have fun. Play around. Go play gigs on in Cave Creek and yeah, all that. Yeah, goof around around here. It's, it's a blast. Being on stage is fun, but you're not going to make it. Plenty of outdoor events. <laughs> right. Yeah, you can't do it. You will not make it. You will be playing my dad's retirement party. That's what's going to happen. And you're going to love it because Pete Cummings' band was out there, and they were playing, and they were great. A lot of fun. Uh, not one person said, somebody needs to sign these young bastards. We're going to make – no. They just knew that this was what their lot was. They love playing the music. all the beer you want. Yeah. Learn the Buffett catalog. You'll ah! make it. <laughs> <laughs> Don't do that either. But Yelling Bee's days are over. Although it's a pretty good name. I kind of like the Yelling Bee. It's sad, though, when you tell a guy that age who's worked his whole life to be a guitarist. And he's like, you know what? 20 years ago, we were pretty good. We're the dad bods. Yeah, uh, just, just admit who you are. And that's not appealing to anyone. Yeah. That you admit, hey, we're way past our prime. They'll call yourself past your prime. Misery. The, the village contender. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's, it is. It's, it's this uh, old man boxing league we're watching with Tyson and Roy Jones and yeah. Evander's like, I want in. It's like, oh, no. No. We don't want to see that because you want to watch young people doing fun young things. Like Think of it like this. If your wife at 46 said, I think the girls and I are going to try to get our band back together, you'd be like, oh, my God. What do you? That's what people think of you. Because you look at, like, you know, uh, Dua Lipa and what she's up to and stuff. And you're like, man, Billie Eilish is like 17. I like Dua Lipa. I don't know what it is. She's not that great looking, but there's something about her. Uh, you know, those are the ones – that if some forty-six-year-old lady said, "I think I'm gonna, I think I'm gonna pursue my uh, dream of being a pop star," you would sit her down and go, "Are you? Do you need meds? What's going on, guys? It's no different for us. The spandex still fits, bro. Yeah, and, and still that's, fits. Yeah, you don't want to go back in time and try that. Although Kylie Minogue did it, she's like sixty-five and she's still <laughs> she's still doing stuff. Yes, <laughs> but she started when she was twenty, so she got her name out there early. Madonna's got to be in her nineties oh, now too. Like, I mean, she, she looks terrible. But she started New when hip. she was yeah, in her 20s. Yeah, exactly. If Madonna said today, even with the catalog Madonna has under her belt, if she had never released one of those songs and today drug her 60-year-old bones out there and started to say, I'm going to be a pop star with Like a Virgin, we would throw up all over the place. I'll manage that. <laughs> yeah, I'll manage it and I'll let Dua Lipa sing it. I'm not dragging you out there. You'll ruin this. So think of it that way. Every guy who wants to get his band back together for success – Think of it if your 46-year-old wife said, me and the girls are getting Bananarama back. I'm like, oh, no, 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 no. I don't want to see that. It's the same. Dear Brady, if Trump is right and the election was rigged and Holmberg is right and that means we're all done, will you kill on the front lines or be a pacifist puss? I want to know because I live three streets away from you, Brady, and I need to know who my enemies are. With or without you, Zach. Wow. <laughs> all right. Time to start thinking, buddy. You in or you out? You with us or against us? I'm not telling you what I'll be. Ooh, he's not rogue. with us, you're against he's us. Rogue. You ain't with me, you're against me. You, think you and Toledo, a bunch lucky. of cucks. <laughs> <laughs> I'm starting by shooting all the cucks that don't take sides. You're going to think you're going to go independent on this thing? You're going to no, get shot by both um, sides. You need to pick a side. 
I've got my bunker ready. You ready to fight? Yeah. Are you willing yeah. to kill? It'll be the most fierce five-minute skirmish ever. You th- yeah, you got like 30 rounds in your yeah, yeah. yeah, And you start throwing ribs at them. Right. <laughs> Old rib bones. I mean, not fresh new ribs. That's not happening. You're flinging bottles of sauce at them. I've got some of those gold tennis balls from all those tournaments, too. That's, that, that, they can do good. some damage. And once you start gunning them, you start missing with the gold tennis balls, and all of a sudden you've just given them eight, a weighted eight ball. shots there. That's mm. down to nothing. So you, are you willing to kill for this? Are you willing to stand in your front yard and defend? No. No? No. You wouldn't kill anybody over this? No. No kidding. What yeah. would you do? War breaks out in your streets, beautiful Gilbert. What do you do? Um, probably set up a food stand. Some <laughs> you got to feed the troops? Feed the troops. and That's, that's lame. War breaks You'd out, kill. John. I'm, oh, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm defending myself. Defending yourself, but you got to pick a side. Yeah. Defend yourself against what? If two sides are fighting, you got to pick one. It's like a prison fight. Step yeah. in. Got to pick. A side. I'm not sure which. Uh, I don't know the sides. Well, you, like you said, if the North, Demo- if the Democrats actually did rig this election, yeah. And I'm well. My point is, is I, still, I don't think that's enough to war over. It's the end of our. I think it's it could the be end of our republic. First. How? you got to hang everybody who's in on it. Then the fabric of the whole thing's gone. I, I think the system is still set up that way. That, that, that could happen. I don't know. That's a pretty big one. You think just all the people who support that side are going to lay down? I think there's uh, plenty on that same side that would say Man. if they found out that had nothing to do with it, they're going to – believe me, they'll cut out that. That's what I'm saying, though. If Trump's right, they'll cut out that cancer real and that's quick. Scary, because this accusation is not small. What he's saying, this is not a yeah. light accusation that he's he's throwing out there, and he proves that this election was rigged. War in the streets, Brady. War in the streets. You think cooler heads prevail? We find yeah, out. I that do. We find out that one of the two parties in our country performed and executed a coup yeah. to this magnet or this level. You think we'd all go, all right, we got this. I think we'd lose our minds. I don't think we have a, a really stable mental base in the first place, which is why I think what Trump said is so dangerous. I think there's enough in there still, enough I think there's more in the power in there. I'd be over Brett's that. house. He's got lots of ammo. Oh, yeah. I'd be at Thomas Wells' house. He's got a room full of it. Invest in lead. Invest in lead. I, uh, but now that I think about it as we're talking about it, I'd, I'd be on whichever – Side is winning. Whichever team that uh, my neighbor Kenny decides he's on, he's well armed. Yes. All right. So it's not about morality; it's about surviving. Who's got the most lead? If Kenny is on the. I'm for the coup. Yeah. You're gonna stand behind him. Yeah. Okay. Because I think the Republicans have more guns. Yeah. That's where I. Uh, so I'm going to go the Chicago, except the inner cities. <laughs> the inner cities they tend to have loads That's of an weapons. All <laughs> Chicago, yeah, Chicago's a weird one because it's wildly democratic. But they they love those guns. Oh yeah, gunshots going off constantly. Megan trained some lady there who lives up on the lake shore. Her house is like twelve million dollar house. She's like, I hear gunshots every night mm-hmm. at the park by my house, and the guns started going off. I just ran home. Chicago's a shooting gallery. I'd try to figure out first, uh, you know, kind of a Red Dawn situation. I'm heading to the hills. Yeah. I think you're just going to drive out of through the, it. Getting out of the melee a little bit and then go in there and do some little guerrilla warfare. You know where the hills are going. Carve it out. 
Wolverines! That's right. I was just going to say. That was you're an idiot. <laughs> so what you're saying is you die the first day. <laughs> no. Yeah, by being indecisive. I go visit my dad on the fence. Dad! Make us. He's make. in the war. Right. In the You've prison. watched Red Dawn too often. Yeah. And you need and to And the new train. one. Make a damn decision. I'm going with who's got more guns, and right now that's going to yep. be the Republicans. Sorry, right. Democrats. Because in this case, uh, if, if this guy's scenario holds true, the Democrats are the ones who mucked it up in the first place. So, yeah, I'm going to fight for the side that's, that's true and just. Absolutely. And uh, the flip side of it is that these are false accusations, and that's just as loony as the other thing. None of that's good. I think we're, I think we're being real light on this whole I le- think levying these words. These are not, this is not a light thing to be accusing someone of. I think from here on out, though, every election is going to be like this, though. I do too. Uh, it's a fraud. I do too. It's, you and know. that's the danger yeah, part. The 100%. dangerous part is eventually people are going to react to that. And lose faith in the system. Completely, which is the cornerstone yeah. of the whole thing. Yep. I agree completely with that. I think one of the remedies would be, maybe on the next election, is actually allow the Russians to be able to vote. <laughs> <laughs> right. And then they're involved. Yeah. Well, I mean, it already got tampered with in sixteen. Which, I mean, the big conspiracy to me is both sides have played the whole the elections rigged game. Yeah. And so now I'm like, well, are they, are they trying to make us feel like it is? Do they want us to rise up? Yeah, it's that the, Iran thing kind of went away a little bit. Yeah. Well, they said that they were involved. That's right before the... Uh, Who knows? But yeah, so I'm killing. Brett, you're killing. Absolutely. Jeremy? Jeremy's killing Brazy. The other one's kind of hemming and hawing. Oh, I, I, I mean, I'm going where the lead is, so... And, yeah, so and you said it. I would... And you start, you know, waffling. Brett and I will shoot you. We don't need this dead weight yeah. hanging around going, hey, no we should flop over and, here. Yeah, exactly. We need a steady army of killers. Damn right. Because you got the guns doesn't mean you know how to handle it. <laughs> Not like me, punk. Oh, he's gone. The first 30 Brady's you know dead. What? I might just dead. drive over there. I just might drive over and end it before it even starts. <laughs> I don't need this attitude running around. That's a noncommittal jokester. We need people in there willing to shoot lib pansies. <laughs> Dirty Harry Bogan. Yeah, what's the matter with you? And then again, if I find out that the the libs have all the guns, I think we need to shoot these rednecks right in their face. I'm picking a winning side the first day. Going in behind them. Operation Get Behind the Crazy Guy. Uh, Dear Brady, my boners aren't good anymore. Unless I'm self-pleasuring. Seem to be hard as a rock during those moments. I took a fake Viagra once, and my wife was completely insulted, started crying and stuff, but she's quick to point out my boners are no good anymore. I'm 53 years old. She cried when we tried to have a conversation last time I got limp. I said, look, it's my health. I've got high blood pressure, hypertension, along with probably about 90 pounds too many. I know that's the issue. And she just said, I've seen you do the other thing. It only happens with me. And she's right. It only softens when we hump. Help. Tomas. Are you, um, I mean, if you're talking about the situation with her, is there something about her? Yeah. So it is her you're saying. She's yeah, right. I wonder if there's a part that, like, you're not the, uh, we're missing a little pizzazz Why would he there? write a letter to us? And That he's like, it's fine if I'm that. baiting. Yeah. But when I'm not baiting. He'd write a letter to us if it was her. I think it's mental pressure. There is. There's some of that. Yeah. Performance anxiety. It's performance yeah. anxiety. That's what it's called. So when you're by yourself, you're not worried about that. But when you're thinking, is she? And if she's, it's her fault for telling you these boners are no good anymore. Because now you're thinking about it. Yeah. 
And that little guy needs uh, zero thought about encouragement. Yeah, he, yeah, all he is is he's only into affirmation. That guy quits the game. He's like Brady in the in that coming war. <laughs> he's indecisive, and he he has to hear all the right words, or he just quits on you. Yeah, you can't have you know some girl going, oh, this thing's useless. Ah, uh, this is soft. He's not coming back from that. He's got nothing. He's not one of those. I'll show her that your no penis has ever been that guy. Why, I'll show this doubter. You doubt it, he goes away. He dies. He doubts himself. And potentially it might be that uh, she's not bringing the game that she used to either. You like to blame her. No, no, but it's a combo effort. If you're hearing things like that. She's telling you about it. Yeah. He's going to quit. Yeah. Very rarely does a turtle come out of its shell when you're like, come on, bitch, get out of there. They don't, they're like, no, this is no good. Yeah. Then they stay. That's our penis is a turtle. He's just going to hide in there until everything seems sensitive. Super sensitive. safe. Yeah. Erections are very, very into safety. Now, once we get going, so long as it seems like we're, like we can use him as a battering ram. He likes that. He likes being all powerful. Lay and off it makes the put him downs. Stronger. Lay yeah, off the yeah, put downs. You got to tell her to stop, stop in, uh, insulting him. You keep saying this thing's not what it was. He's going to stop showing up altogether. He's having a crisis right now. Or he'll he, start showing up somewhere else. In your hand. Looking for, no, looking for other. But he's, look, he's HBP, high, hypertension, 90 pounds overweight. This guy's, the dick's mad at him as much as it is the wife. Like, yeah, what would you do true. to the rest that's of true, us? That's true, yeah. Look at you. And then you get hard for this? Why? So let's uh, address that point. Loose, loose yeah, and weight would help. Yeah. You're dropping a third of me into this lady because your gut keeps slamming into her before I can go all the way in. <laughs> Barely getting a foot in the door. <laughs> now, I'm not even showing up next time. And then when you're you don't jerking want to get off, to a point where you know I I think of Ralphie May where the best uh, place for him was in a pool or a bathtub. Yeah, submerged, gut floated. That's that's a true story. He could have sex with his wife easier in water because he like, like a his, manatee his fat floated, oh. water, so it. it Exposed the stuff a little easier. Oh, yeah, he told man. us. That's right, player. If I'm at the pool, all my fat floats to the top, and my dick has more room to dance. Blah. I got to have missionary sex in the pool once I nearly drowned the bitch. <laughs> it's true. So, yeah, uh, the, the penis is mad at both you, Tomas, and your wife for pointing out that you're flawed. Your body's fighting, too, as well. Right. Yep. Your, your heart's barely working. You're asking for all sorts of stuff. You're and, pushing it. And you're probably not being too uh, uh, fair to your stuff, thinking that it's rock hard when you're by yourself. He's just – he's going through – it's basically playing pepper. He's not really standing there with the – he's not in the middle of game activities. You got a decent one you can work. But another person in the room, he's embarrassed of your stomach, your health condition. Uh, the lady's already said he's useless. Dicks don't like being doubted at all. You constantly have to pray. Like a child, you have to constantly tell them, oh, you think you're great. You're doing great. It's like a child in the 2020. It gets a trophy for everything. Just participating is enough. What a mean woman. Nurture. Yeah, you got to nurture him. You're right. What a just a viciously mean woman to tell you your penis isn't good anymore. I don't like this thing. Look at it all soft, like a Dairy Queen. Brutal. <laughs> I would. I'm getting soft thinking about it. 
<laughs> Poor guy. I was hard the whole time up until that moment. This whole show's had me just rigid, but now. Me and Jethro are struggling. And she can't get mad when you try and take a Viagra to... She thinks it's her, so she's got insecurities, too. You yep. both sound really super insecure. On top of that, why would you even tell her you're taking a Viagra? Just do it. He might have done it after. Said, so, you know, I took it. Did, did you feel it? He might have been proud. Like, that was a good one. And right. said, you know, I took a Viagra. And it was, you did what? Nice. I'm not enough for you. Like, oops, I thought that was going to go better. Yeah. I think they get self-conscious. And, yeah, I'm yeah. not good enough for you, so mm-hmm. you need you need the Viagra. Sometimes. Yeah. If you keep telling me my dick's useless, I'm going to need to tie rebar to each side and strap it around. I'll show you. Or put it in her butt. I guarantee she's not going to complain about softness there. That's always a quieter. That'll also get the blood flowing. That kind of encouragement from the, yeah. the missus. Unless her let's try ass some is gross. Different stuff. Yeah, let's try that stuff. Maybe they do that. I don't know. Either way, you guys have insecure. You should see a psychiatrist. It's mental what you've got going on, and you're fat and got the high blood pressure, and you're you know, you're thinking about an awful lot more than just your boner. And go to one of those clinics and get that um, that shot. No, it's not a shot. Now they have the yes, the sound thing. It's it. Huh. Brady's been looking into it. So you put, no, you put your earbuds in and uh, your AirPods, yeah. and I hear the commercial on it, and they're like, "Yeah, lay there and listen to Dua Lipa." I'm like, "Heart <laughs> is a rock. This worked." Was that Madison Beer's latest hit? I don't even like it, but I'm. This is great. <laughs> what is this sound wave thing you've been using? I haven't done it yet, but you know, thinking about it. Oh yeah, yeah. And you're going to be a full Darth Vader in bed here soon. You got the CPAP, the sound wave machine on your dick. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I just got the whole suit, man. <laughs> be with you in a minute. Hang on, honey. No more machine than man at bedtime. Uh, it's 9.37. There you go. Brought to you by our friends at MMP Guns. And talking about the impending war. Uh, that's what would Brady do. Uh, it's over there at 12th Street and Indian School if you want to get in on that. They've got it ready for you. Guns and ammo and everything right in front of you. I know that sounds scary right now, but you know what? Mm, you can still get a gun. I got one on Friday. It has nothing to do with the impending street war. That is inevitable at this point. Minus Brady. Minus Brady. He's going to be walking around <laughs> trying to give everybody sandwiches. Taking your ass out. You look hungry, soldier. <laughs> Come here, not- cookie. Thank you, MMP Guns. There is what Brady did quite well. You were right, man. We should do this thing. You know, some people say the only thing better than something big is saving big on that something big. It's Dick Toledo, and what's the one thing nearly everyone wants or needs to go anywhere or to help you to get stuff done? A truck. Check that. A big truck. And right now at Chapman Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram, you can save big during Ram Power Days on every new Ram truck. So see the big savings for yourself and visit them at the Scottsdale Auto Show off the 101 and Indian School Road or simply do it all online at ChapmanDodge.com. Chapman Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram. Get more.